So how was your weekend, man? Your weekend was good? Man, best thing ever. When you're an adult, you have no plans and you just chill. That's glorious, fantastic. isn't it? Isn't it that is. glorious? Especially like when you have like a young a young child like we do. Yeah. It's just like having a weekend where you can just, where you really have nothing on the docket is like, sometimes it's the best weekend. It really is. How was your weekend? My weekend was great, man. I actually did do something though. Um, I went to, me and my wife went to Charlotte um, to go see my grandparents on my dad's side who have not met the baby yet so yeah um you know i'm just blessed that i can I, I still have my grandparents you know and that they're you know they live long enough to have great grandchildren so um you know we got breakfast with them hung out with my cousins a little bit so um yeah it was nice man it was pleasant it was pleasant. Cool. I, I, I enjoyed cool. it i enjoyed it yeah yeah so what are we um, getting to today so it is tuesday happy tuesday listeners we are back with another episode of tuesday thrones i am your host chris with the homie Duran, aka Medic Grizzly. And today, guys, we are getting back into a Game of Thrones, uh, John 2. So, Duran, I was reading this chapter today, and <laughs> so very, so very fast, I was just like, you know what, man? Finally, our listeners are gonna hear why we dislike Catelyn so much because. She's just so fucking unnecessary in this chapter, bro. It's ridiculous. Like, there's no need for her. There, there's really no need for her to, to be how she is in this chapter. I understand she's grieving and everything like that. But, dude, she just, she treats John like shit. Any chance he gets. I mean, so just to give you guys a quick little recap. John is about to leave for the wall. And so he's you know, doing his farewells around the castle. He goes to go see Bran, um, and he's been kind of dreading it for a while because Lady Catelyn's there, and obviously Lady Catelyn doesn't like John. So he finally musters up the courage. He goes up there to go see Bran off, um, and, I mean, he's just immediately met with just vitriol from <laughs> from from Catelyn. So, like, Duran, like, I, obviously, like, again, this is your first time reading these books, so you've seen the show. What was your reaction to just like seeing it on the page, like seeing like Lady Catelyn and John's relationship like on the page? You ever like want to go? You know, people like to go through a TV screen, and, like they want to put hands onto a character. Yeah. She's a female. I don't want to do that. But you ever want to go through a, a book and be like, "Yo, just shut up. Just, 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 just shut up. Just stand there, be quiet. There's no need for you to speak, breathe, move. Nothing. That is what she is right now. She's worse than the Queen, bro." Like she's worse than the queen right now, and period at all. Like she has no love for John, and her toxicity is so like it's on the mag like you magnify it by a billion. This man walked into the room to go check on his little brother. He's already nervous about it, and then you say, "What do you want? Why are you here?" Not for you, Trick. Like, why are you acting this way? It's not for you. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, you, like, you know I didn't come here to see you. Like, So why are you talking to me? Like, just leave yeah. me alone. Your presence is not wanted. I need it as yours. Like, get out of here. I'm going to check on my man very quick. That's all I'm doing. He looked. He said Bran looked frail, showing his ribs. He just wasn't himself. And then John was, like, shook up by it. He doesn't have time to manage dealing with, one, he's going to the wall. Two, he just seen how everyone was interacting in the ball and how he was the outsider. He already knows he's not wanted here. I don't want to deal with you too, man. Get out of my face. 
this woman's a, she's like the definition of toxic, bro. That's what she yeah, is. she she's she's actually the worst. And I, I I get it, guys. You know, she's grieving. Her son may die. Like he's he's holding on for dear life. But there's still no reason whatsoever for her to be such a bitch to John. She's bad. Every chance she gets. Um, but anyways, moving on. This is about John. This is not about her. We're we're not. Catlin will have plenty more chapters. But it also tells you why John wants to go. Like John does right. daily, and it shows you why him packing his stuff and him going to the wall is it's needed. It's so needed for his character development and him as a man. Like you just gotta get away from there. Well, I mean, because he, he has he has no place there. Absolutely. He has no place there, right? And you gotta remember, you know, it's not like the Starks are short on children, right? So there's not a whole lot of glory for him to win as a bastard in Winterfell. I mean, it, and we've seen, you know, bastards rise high in the ranks on the wall, or at least, you know, it's been alluded to in previous chapters that we've read when he was talking to his Uncle Benjamin earlier. Um, you know, so that's, he feels like that's really his only path here. You know, so it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's sad, it's fucked up, but I, I do like that John stands up to her. Um, yeah. And she's like, she's like, do you want me to call the guards? And he's like, call them. You can't stop me from seeing them. And I was just like, good for you, John. Good for you. And like, it, you you see the maturity in him growing because he even says like in his, when he's thinking to himself, uh, you know, her saying that before would have made him run away, would have made him cry. But he's about to be a, a sworn brother of the Night's Watch. So he can't, he, you know what I mean? He's got to, he's got to show some, he's got to show some emo- emotional fortitude here. Um and you know, going going to Bran, I, I love how they kind of describe his current like physical state. Mm-hmm. Um, because on the show that is having there, like he's sleeping, like his eyes are closed. His eyes are actually open in the books. So he really looks like he's dead. If yes. it's not if it wasn't for his chest moving up and down when he's breathing, you, you would assume that he's dead. Absolutely. I mean, he's he's lost all his weight. I mean, um, and I love how George R. Martin describes Bran in these ways. They said he looked half a leaf and saying that like he had bones, tiny bones like birds, right? And there's the foreshadowing there, right? Because we talk about, you know, the leaf and like the leaves of like the the, the heart tree or the weirwood trees. And of course, you know, the the um, implications for him meeting the three-eyed raven and, you know, becoming, you know, the pretty much the second coming of the, of the three-eyed raven, or at least what we think he's going to be in the books moving yeah. forward. Right. So I, I love those little tidbits. And those, those are things that I feel like you catch the second and third time reading. Where, yes. Right. Because it's like, it's like how it's like, okay, like he's, he's, he's using these descriptions purposely to kind of make similarities between, you know, who he is now as a little boy and who he's, who he's to become later. Like the foreshadowing in this book that George R. R. Martin does is nothing less than stellar. And like you said it, like these are things you would not catch on if you're reading chapter by chapter. There was no TV show. It's your first time reading this. You're not looking at it as in that because you don't know about that. You're just looking at this as a young boy who's not what he once was. And how he is so emotionally tied to the family that everyone's just distraught. No one knows what really what's going on. Which also adds on more why she is the epitome of a class A jerk. This man's about to leave the room. He's emotional. He just saw that. And she says, John, 
She never calls him by his name. He turns around, and then you still have more cruel things to say. And going to say, I wish it was you. What? Like, who says that? Like, Like, that was so unnecessary. Like, one time. This is one time. Please, what are you doing? What are you doing? It was just so unnecessary. And, like, again, we talk about the maturity of John because when he goes down to the yard and he meets Rob after he gets away from Catelyn, when Rob asks about his mom, about how his visit was, yes, John's just like, she was very kind. And he just leaves it there. And like, Rob knows. Rob knows that his mom treats him like shit. And he understands, but he understands the dynamic of it all. Like, John can't come out and talk shit about Lady Catelyn. He just can't. Yeah. He just can't. You know what I mean? But like, I think even more so, John wouldn't. Like, that's just not John's... That's just not his thing. You know what I mean? To mm-hmm. to to shit on people in that way. Especially, like, talking to his brother Rob about his mother. Like, he's just... he's He's just not going to do that, right? So, yeah. um, but yeah. So, I mean, moving on, you know, we we see John go to the armory, um, and pick up his present for Arya, oh, um, which it's of so course cool. we had this scene in the show. It was great, um, and it it kind of just shows you like how close John and Arya are, and how alike they are, like together, like with against like all the other Starks, because he talks about like her eyes, how she had dark eyes like him, um. But it's just, it's just a really touching moment for like their last kind of interaction before he goes away to the wall. Um, what did you think about, you know, just to, just John kind of going around doing all his different farewells? I, w- I was so happy that in the Aria, like it just because that's his that's his heart, man. That's just like his, he gets so happy. And then seeing her just be her. He's like, what did you do now? I didn't think we'd be able to see you. And she just threw all of her clothes inside of her camp ready to leave. It's not lady like it's that's not who she is, like, except who she is. And John and they both have this dynamic where I see you. And it's just really cool. And then they start talking about, hey, I got you a present. And just see her eyes light up again. It's like this pure joy of him just dealing with this madness of this woman to him having to be the humble mature leader and not saying anything bad about the lady of the house to now that having someone actually loves him and he can be himself that wave was really cool really really cool how do you feel about the description of needle and the book and then how we've seen on the television show um so to like echo everything like you just said about about john like i i it was really sweet to just see you know, like the chapter come full circle. Like mm-hmm. at the beginning, he's like super nervous. He's he's really afraid. Um, and, you know, he has to endure that verbal punishment that he always has to endure with Lady Catelyn. And then seeing it come full circle with him, you know, talking to Rob, saying goodbye to Rob, and then talking to Arya, who was objectively his favorite. Um, as far as the description of the, of, of like the sword, um, I, I think the show did a, a pretty good job of, of uh, like bringing that to life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, again, it's just, it shows their connection that like he knew her, he kind of knew what weapon would work best for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but also too, that she would want a weapon, right? Cause remember she's, she is not supposed to have a sword at all, at all, <laughs> you know? So for him to even like sneak this in for her and to have the, the armorer of the castle do it, mm-hmm. it just goes to show you that like how deep their relationship is, like how close they are that like, even the armor would be like, 
sure yeah i'll i'll, I'll make it i'll make it I, yeah. I know who you're making this for i'll i'll make it you know what i mean it's it's a cute little gesture um how they both were like hey you can't tell your sister you cannot yeah, tell your sister. yeah yeah like, i thought that was hilarious because like they both they both are just like have accepted that sans is approved and they're just like just this. don't tell sansa anything because she's gonna fuck it up for everybody yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I, I can, you can't cut someone's head off, but you can do a lot of poker. You're fast. I am fast. Just like yeah. the reaction to it. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. so cool. It's like the yeah. big brother, little sister vibe that you really appreciate. Yeah, I'm looking uh, forward another, to seeing them. Another, another little thread in this chapter too. Like they, they talk about each Stark character in relation to their dire wolves, mm-hmm. where like the window was open in Brand's room, and the dire wolf is constantly howling it's like the dire wolf is like trying to will him back to life right um they talk about how rob and the fallout of brand falling and his mom kind of collapsing emotionally um seem to get older and wiser and stronger along with his dire wolf right mm-hmm. same thing with like aria like she's we're seeing kind of the progression of of their training like she can just send the send the dog or the dog the wolf outside the door and tell her to guard you know what i mean so it's just like we're, cool. we're we're getting we're getting a little little progression points of like hey you know these kids are special like the, the connection they have with these wolves is special you know what yes. i mean and I, I like that they don't they don't hit us over the head with it but it's there yep and they even mentioned how like brand has a name the wolf like he had the the dire is outside is howling that has no name we're talking about some stuff in the future. What's going right. on? Like this man was brilliant on the writing. Um, this is about to be. It's about to get some heat. Like yeah. the next chapters are about to like tune up a little bit because now like we have a, a whole cavalry headed towards the wall, and that cast that we have there, the dynamic of the next couple of chapters, I can't wait. Yeah, no, I I can't wait either. And 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 again, guys, we do this every Tuesday on the New Block Nerds podcast. Don't forget to follow us, like, subscribe. Tell your friends, uh, leave us a comment. Let us know what you guys thought about this chapter um, or any other chapters that we've done before. Again, we're going to do this every Tuesday, covering a Game of Thrones, every single chapter. Next week, we are back in Essos with Daenerys. Super excited about that. Always excited for a Daenerys chapter. Um, but uh, uh, that is it for John 2, A Game of Thrones. I've been Prince. Duran, it's a pleasure as always, bro. And we will catch you guys next week. Peace and love.